Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. We rejoin our heroes in the midst of combat against a big old plant thing. Falcus is driving a goblin shredder he commandeered, while Butch and Ari try their best not to be eaten by the plant monster. A dozen or so nude goblins are running full force toward the shredder to try to intercept. Let's get right to it. It's time to queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Okay, Butch has an inspiration. Falcus has an inspiration. Good deal, good deal. Um, the goblins are all coming in hot. Uh, they have 20 feet movement, so that's going to put two of them in range of Falcus. Uh, the other two, uh, the rest of them can get within range of Falcus, but can't attack yet because they're using too much of their action economy to make that movement. So let's go ahead and do their stuff real quick I'll grab th these guys all as a group and put them to be about here okay so that's fine so now Falcus you are running through the uh, the jungle here with the goblin shredder happening two of the other goblins have run up close to you but they can't quite get attacks on you yet the other two goblins which are close enough are both going to attack against the goblin shredder because they're trying to figure out a way either to trip you or to drop, like do something. Cause it was clear when they tried to reach in, they were having a hard time getting to you. They are going to use their slant. One of them is going to attack with a 10 and the other with a 15. What is the shredder's armor class? I think I remember it. It's 20. Yeah. It's a giant metal box. They are punching it with their naked fists and they're not doing a whole, uh, a whole lot. Um, on its turn, the big old plant is going to do. Okay, this is good for one medium or smaller creature grappled by the plant. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do my entrapping pod attack. Um, that attack hits with a 25. Pod so I imagine, Butch, that a 25 would hit you, right? Yes. Okay, you take nine acid damage. Mm. And you are pulled into the plant space. You are enveloped by a pod. The grapple ends. And while you are enveloped in the pod, you are restrained. You have total cover against attacks and effects from outside of the pod. And you have to make a DC 16 constitution saving throw. S say that again. So make I'm a no constitution saving throw. Right. But I, I can't do anything inside the plant? It depends. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh, you're telling me to do that now? Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, 16. Ooh. Okay, you just barely get there. You have just enough just physical oomph 
to shrug off the effects of the gloopy plant-like enzymes that are trying to work their way into your ah, uh, like they're it's you're getting you're getting kind of sleepy. You're getting kind of disoriented. No, no, no. I'm in a fight. I have to. And you you flex a little bit. Keep your blood pumping. You're in a rage and you're not going to let this plant take you down. And you can tell that it's definitely trying to knock you out inside of this pot. Um, you are you are restrained. Um, so you're still like you still have the grapple like situation happening. I don't know the way this is where actually you're right. The way this is where it's kind of interesting. It says are two different things. They are, but grapple just means that your movement speed is zero. Restrained means that your movement speed is zero and also a bunch of other stuff happens. The way that this is worded is you're pulled into plant space. You're enveloped by the pod. The grapple ends while you're enveloped. You are restrained and you have cover against attacks and effects originating from outside the pod. And then also you have to succeed on a, a con save or else you become stunned. So I'm not stunned. You're not stunned. You succeeded barely by the skin of your teeth because you are the fluffiest of all of the great, powerful Pandarans of Pandaria. Uh, but it was a close thing. You uh, very nearly uh, lost consciousness inside of this pod. But if one of my friends were to cut open the pod, I would be impervious to the, the potential damage. You are under total cover. That is correct. Yeah, um, but, but if you I'm did restrained, get sucked in. if you're restrained, you you could attack, but you would have disadvantage. But you're right; you make a good observation because you have cover. Attacks coming in from outside would not affect you. Yeah, and I'm looking at this uh, shredder coming my way with big. Mm-hmm. Not that I can talk to Falcus, but not yet. Okay, maybe someday. Falcus, you're up. Awesome. Um, seeing that these guys are trying their hardest to do something to the Shredder and failing at it, I'm going to ignore them and continue to move. <laughs> and I guess okay. I'm going to... Is Ari right here hanging outside? She she is grabbed by a plant vine. You can't see that on the map, but she does have one on her. But outside of that, yeah, that is her position. I have... Uh, if if I've only got ten feet reach, that means she's just outside of it, right? Yes. Well, poopers, and I don't have any more move. I mean, I don't have any more action economy because I I even cut the angle moving over here to try to get the in here quicker. That that pile of logs caused me to be a little slowed. I guess what I'll do is. Can I try, can I use, if I dash, try to get over to the other side here um, of of Ari? I mean, if you have enough movement speed to do that, then yeah. Ta-da! I did it for a dash. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's it. So I'm just in position now to deal with Ari's conundrum and uh, Butch's... Whatever, I'm going to get over here and be like, where'd Butch go? Uh, you actually would see that a new pod has formed on the side of this creature and there is an abnormally large silhouetted form inside of it, much larger than any of the other pods. It's not a, a, it's not a the long, height of Butch. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a large stretch to put two and two together on this. You suspect that he may have been consumed. Alright, note to self, avoid that spot. No, don't avoid that spot. Come right to that spot and cut me out. 
Okay. I'm just imagining rugs. <laughs> We've had our fair share of rug incidents so far. Yeah, so you wouldn't hurt me, but like I don't think Falkus knows that. So it's my turn. Yeah. Um I am I am a pod person right now in that I am in a pod and restrained. Yeah. Now the thing is, uh with reckless attack it gives the it gives me advantage which would cancel it out so it would just be a normal attack right but i'd be able to do two attacks like normal right um but with a reckless attack that means they get advantage on an attack with me with the so how do you get double advantage there is no double advantage okay so i'm going to use a reckless attack um on this uh seymour looking uh guy or sandworm looking <laughs> I saw Dune. Okay. Saturn. <laughs> I don't want Saturn. Beetlejuice. Um so I will use my great axe of cleaving to have a normal attack. And we had a long conversation about this, so I hope that I get it. Thirteen. Not quite. Okay, but I have a second attack. I don't believe yes. it's reckless, though. Uh, wait. You do have a bardic inspiration. Remember that. Remember me what that means. It's just, um, I... It means you can add some kind of bonus. Ari, what's the you bonus? Add 1d... I think it's 6 now? 1d8. I apologize. You can add 1d8 to this 13. I'm thinking... Do I add 1d8 to this 13? Now, saving throws needed to be 15. We've, we've established fifth, the number 15. Okay, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to use it. Slash roll d8. Two. It's 15. You swing out with your great axe you feel the edge of the blade start to pierce the wall of the pod that you're in but you don't quite cut into it it's almost you almost had enough power to it but it wasn't quite there so i will do my regular attack again Mm -hmm. okay and it's gonna suck and yeah i was thinking mm. well mathematically speaking the odds are good that you'll hit because you're going to hit more often than you miss. So who knows? Right? What? You have a plus six to hit. It's math. You'll be fine. Got this. No. Okay. So I, there's 13 again, the no, same. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you're just, still, you're raging for all your worth, man. And you got the big muscles on and you're just, pushing hard with that axe and it's just not quite getting there you it's it's just a little too thick for that i'm sorry buddy do you want to do anything with your bonus action no thank you okay ari uh it is your turn you are grappled by the creature you are restrained it is dragging you in you are adjacent to big old machine what do you want to do Okay, so I am going to... So 
if I cast Desonant Whispers on the creature and it has to go as far away as it needs to, it takes me with it, correct? Because I've grappled or does it drop me? Like, I don't know how Desonant Whispers works on grapples. I don't know what the actual ruling is on this. I do know that there are... Like, if if someone is being grappled and someone else comes in and pushes the two people apart, like, that's the same mechanics as the shove mechanic or, like, the telekinesis shove and all that stuff. So you can pe- break people's grapple by moving them when they didn't mean to move. So I would say yes, if you can move the creature out of range of its own reach from you, I would say it would drop you. Okay. But without having experimented first and without rolling higher than a four on a nature check, you don't actually know what this creature's reach is. Yeah. All right. I am... I know that my poison damage did a decent amount of damage, so I remember that. I'm going to cast a level three Desonant Whispers. So I'm going to turn to it and say... I know you want to push on, but it's definitely time for you to be gone. And it needs to make a constitution wisdom, wisdom saving throw. It's going to take damage regardless, but I want to see if it it makes its thing first. Okay. Uh, Just for clarification. Yes. A second ago, you were talking about poison damage. Dissonant Whispers deals psychic damage. I know. I know. But the poison, it did a lot of damage. I don't know if it's more prone to poisons. I feel like plants wouldn't be. My point was it did a lot of 14, took a lot of stuff out of it. So I figure five D6s, the odds are in my favor. I might do enough damage to do something to this. Okay, understood. What is my role? Uh, You have to make a wisdom saving of 16. Okay. 15. All right, so I'm going to do the damage first. And then it has to move as far away from me. Out of curiosity, uh, does that yes. spell frighten the target? It does not. It just says on a fail save, it takes a 5d6 of psychic damage, and it must immediately use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from you. It doesn't move into obvious danger, um, such as fire or pit. Okay. And then on successful, and is is the creature, I guess, deafened? Right. So it says a deafened creature automatically succeeds on the save. So I knew that something automatically succeeded. I thought that if it was immune to frighten, that there was rules for that, but there is not. So uh, this creature rolled the damage, and it has to move its full movement away from you. So it's going to take 20 psychic damage. That's a lot. Okay. And it moves... 10 feet away from you as it kind of like weirdly roly poly moves its way away. Um, It still has Butch is contained inside of it. So Butch would move with it. Butch would move with it. You are now a full 20 feet away from it. It does drop you. Did Falkus get an attack of opportunity because he was in his melee range and it moved away? No, because attack of opportunities require that the target moves of their own volition. Um, If you move someone away, they don't 
Yeah, that, 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 that doesn't uh, but trigger it. I wasn't sure with that reading that it has to use its movement to move away. Yeah, it does. So it's, but it's using not its own it's movement. Not using its, yeah, it's not moving okay. movement on its turn, though. Um, you guys are going to destroy it in a second anyway. You don't need, like, the extra hits. Come on okay, now. Let I me have my curious. fun. <laughs> Ari, do you do anything on your bonus action? Um, I do not believe so. No, I'm not going to do anything in my bonus action. I'm just going to chill here. Okay. Um, all of the goblins who were working in the um, in the thing move another 40 feet. Um, they take their action and their movement to move like whole hog. They are actually now right behind you. They haven't quite gotten in range to attack yet because they have a relatively slower movement speed, but they are gaining ground. The plant creature is going to actually continue to move away from the group. Um, it's going to move a full 10 feet like this and go and it's like rolling out toward the big doorway that was originally closed that you guys saw and it's trying to get out into the main area of the mill. Falcus, you are up. Okie dokie. Um, can I fit in to here at all? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to 5, 10, 15, 20. Okay. And I am going to finally be able to use this machine and attack this plant creature with a big old saw hand. Okay. Yeah. With a does a 23 hit. Uh yes, it does. And it does 19 slashing maximum damage against plants and creatures with the plant type. Does this thing have the plant type? Yeah, this is definitely a plant. What is maximum damage on this? It's 3d8 plus 6. 3d8 plus 6. Okay, so that's 8 times 3 is 24, 24 plus 6 is 30. 30. Okay. What does it look like when you destroy this creature? Um, I'm imagining like a slasher horror film with the saw coming down like... And just like visceral goop and gunk coming off the plants into the, the, the I'm a, you know, the shield and the... F- uh, goblin face thing inside on this uh, uh, shredder, and just and just it just slices and folds in half, you know, folds away itself in half, and that's awesome. that's it. You dig in with your giant big old saw hand on the side of this goblin shredder, and it's going. And it's swinging its little tentacle things back and forth. It reaches out to try to grab hold of you, but it just doesn't have the strength for it. And as it starts to fall sideways, Butch comes slurping out the side of it, covered head to toe in this green goop. Looks like Neo just crawled out of the pod in the Matrix. And then... I am reborn! A whole bunch of other the other pods that are on the side of this thing just start slurping out goblin after goblin after goblin, fully dressed with tools on their belts and everything just comes slurping out of this thing, covered head to toe in this goopy, slimy stuff. Ari, from behind you, you can see the goblins who are rushing towards you, naked as the day is long, with their fists out, ready to give you the pummeling of your life, just start going... <laughs> and start turning into this green goop and just become puddles on the ground behind you. 
as when this plant creature was destroyed, all of its little podlings that it had created from inside of its body start to melt along, uh, along with it. From inside, the first goblin who came slurping out of this thing, who resembles the one who came walking out and said, hey, the office needs to get opened up really big, um, stands up and uh, slurps his stuff off of him. He's covered in soup. He looks like disgusting. He looks at you and goes, well, you guys, you, you guys got here at uh, at just the right time, didn't you? Eh, close enough. Your office is a burning pile of cinders, but uh, yeah, close enough. Yeah, all right, well, you know, side effects, not a big deal. Uh, Rezik, and he holds his hand out, covered in slurp. I ain't taking oh, it. Oh, no, 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 I thought he, I'm sorry, I thought he was, not that he was, uh, yeah, I understand. Um, I'll, I'll pop out of this thing, I'll, I'll hop down off, off the goblin shredder. And uh, I will accept the slimy handshake um, begrudgingly, but definitely just friendly, just ensuring. Yeah, appreciate you, bud. That was, uh, that was, that was pretty quick thinking, grabbing the, the shredder. That was a good idea. You know, these things are designed to take down trees, so that makes sense. Appreciate you. Where, where, uh, where did all you guys come from? Just passing oh. through and... Uh... Oh, hey, you okay over there, big guy? It got you, huh? It's it's just like in my fur, and it's just it's my fun, under, like, like scoop out the slime from under the folds of my neck, yeah. and just like yeah, it's gonna <laughs> get in there. It's gonna get in there. Oh, You're gonna. It's gonna be a couple days. It's like going to the beach. A couple days. You gotta. Oh, like there's well, a I figure because it's all inside. There, I got four gallons of it in my ears right now, so I figure it's got to be all over you. Oh, it's just inside every fold, you know? It's just... Oh! I'll hold out my uh, my my hand to, to Butch to help help him up. Yeah, and, and I grab your hand, um, but my hand is so much bigger than yours, so I, I grab, like, your wrist, you know? And, and just, uh, I accept the help, uh, uh, you know... Uh, I I'll brace. Want the help, I'll but, brace my uh, other hand on the shredder because knowing you, you'd pull me down into the smuck. So I'm gonna brace myself and hopefully pull you up and not me into you and slimed further. Yeah, and you you help me up, and then I go, oh, thanks, Falcus, and I give you a big old wet slimy hug. Falcus, roll a dexterity saving throw. Beat a fifteen because that's the monster's uh, uh, escape DC. 22. All right. You, you, you let Butch get a little further up your arm than you expected with the slime and you pull him to your feet and he's coming in for the hug and you're like, okay, I know where this is going. And as he's coming in this way, you go straight down like Bugs Bunny and (laughs) are, you get it, it dribbles upon your luscious locks, but beyond that, you're relatively okay. Good deal. Amanda, just real quick, it looks like Dissonant Whispers actually can cause opportunity attacks, according to um, a tweet from one of the people who makes D&D. So, That's good to know for future stuff. Definitely then. good to know for future stuff. Good uh, combat tactic right there. So here we are. Here we are. I am dripping with stuff. Yep. Uh, 
slightly green in color. Juice, with green pod juice, uh, Falcus uh, didn't get into my hug. Um, Rezik is the goblin. Remind me, have we met Rezik before or heard of Rezik? You have not We've met heard him. His na- We've heard his name, though. Like, he's someone we're supposed to have been looking out for. Yeah, so while you were in Booty Bay, you went to the weapons vendor and had a chat with him about, like, listen, we're going to go up north. What's going on? And he was like, I don't know. I don't spend any time up there, but I do know a guy. Go chat with him about yeah. it. He might have some info for you. That was this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it isn't just you guys in the room. Like, as soon as the plant withered and splurted out you and Rezik, it also splurted out a half a dozen, maybe more, goblins, male and female, everybody fully dressed, everybody equipped like they're going to go to work, and everybody unconscious or rising from consciousness covered in soup like you are. Okay. Well, Rezik, you know what? We came here to to actually meet and talk to you, but I see a situation going on, and but before we uh, before we you know have a chat, and I'm gonna unrage because um, we're not in combat anymore. That's fair. Um, before we have a chat, it looks like maybe you need need some help. Uh, let's uh. Get your, get your, uh, your slimy friends going. Hopefully they're still alive. Uh, you look around and it's like, you don't even have to make a medicine check on this. You look around and you can clearly see that there are a few that are unconscious, but are breathing. Everyone is, there's a couple that are lying on their back. There's a few that are lying on their side. The couple that have started to rise to consciousness are like wiping the soup off their eyes. They look a little dazed, but they look like they're it doesn't look like they've been damaged and go ahead and actually go actually you know what no go ahead and roll a medicine check you want me to roll a medicine check you specifically butch yes 16 with, with advantage given your experience with advantage yeah given your personal experience oh okay um natural 20 phenomenal you can look around and see, first of all, everyone's clearly breathing, which is a good sign. And then you realize, oh, about 12 seconds ago, 18 seconds ago, however many rounds of combat ago, when I got sucked into this pod, these weird these weird feelings started to bog me down a little bit, tried to like lull me into a sense of like floating in a potitude. And it occurs to you that, oh, yeah, no, these guys were were suscepted. These guys were subjected to the um, the influence of this creature. They were sucked into pods. They were zonked out. And that's why they're all lying on the ground. Like, it's it affected them. But you look around, everyone's breathing. No one's coughing up a bunch of sludge. No one is like, it's you. it's weird. You'd think that there would be a whole lot of, like, CPR happening. But everybody seems like they're okay. The ones that are unconscious simply seem to be that, unconscious. Seems like probably with a little bit of basic first aid and maybe um, a good meal. After some time, things might be okay here. All right. Well, Rezit, and, and, and I'm, I'm saying this while I'm trying to like prop up the head of one of the slimy goblin women, you know, just kind of making her more comfortable. 
Um, Resnick, I'm not even looking at him. How, how long do you reckon uh, this plant monster's been around? Uh, well, I, I want to say that this was... Uh, um, it used, I want to say that this used to be Beeks's, like little house plant like you know how every once in a while somebody will keep like a tiny ficus or or like pumpkin or or cactus or something yeah yeah and just in just because it's fun to have and he like grew a garden on the other side of the other building and whatever but we i came back i was out like hunting for two days and i came back and suddenly you know everybody is acting super weird Everybody's bits were hanging out, which it turns out might not have actually fully on been true. And then I come into the office and suddenly I'm slurped up into some sort of, you know, weird green bean. And next thing I know is you're cutting me free and I'm surrounded by lettuce. And he looks around and the the, rem, the remnants of the plant, which has like been mildly poisoned and everything is just like you're standing on like it, it's like a field of salad. Applesauce. Yeah, yeah, apple, yeah. It's, it's gross in here. But the windows are open, so it'll be all right. Um, and he's, he, he says, I got to be honest, frankly, I'm not 100% sure exactly how long. I'm, I know it wasn't like this. Uh, you know, it definitely wasn't like this before the impact. That's for sure. Um, best the, guess. The impact. Con- yeah, best guess, considering everything else I've seen, is that this is responding to all the what's the same way that you know the the mosquitoes and the, the 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 boars and whatever like those spiders and all the other nonsense that's in the woods is uh, is responding to all the other garbage that's in the in the atmosphere right now well that is what we're here to talk to you about but uh you got a building on fire over there and a bunch of what? naked wait what building goblins. what are you talking about yeah, well, let's let's go take care of some stuff. It, you know, my idea is, yeah, you I'm guys... a good guy, and there's stuff going on, and um, us having a random like chat while there's another building on fire doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, so no, um, he goes running out the 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 again. The orientation of this map isn't quite right because the river runs north to south. But let's say that the doorway you just walked out of is the southern doorway so that it like makes the most sense in the brain. You uh-huh. guys walk out that doorway. The building is the building was gone before you got here. It's like smoldering ruins are left. The only thing that's left is the garden that was on the side of it, which has again these beautiful red, orange, yellow, and white color petal flowers that are growing from a garden bed that should have should been destroyed. Be on fire. Yeah, it should be. It's not. Um, all the all the goblins who you saw here, who like Ari was ready to turn around and just explode with thunder power, uh, have melted. You see a series, Stop, maybe a half a dozen. Have melted. Yeah, they all melted. They uh, they were a pot, they were like they were running toward, and then when you when Falcus sliced through with the axe weapon. Ari turned and was like, all right, I have to thunderclap all these goblins that are going to surround me. And they all went and turned into slime. The only goblins that are left are the I didn't put them on the battle map. I can if you'd like. There's a pile of them, probably a half a dozen, maybe a little bit more than that, that are inside the 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 area where the plant monster was that fell out of the pods and are covered in soup. 
they are fully dressed and normal looking. A bunch of them look an awful similar like the the naked ones who are pulling the roof off the joint. But you go outside and you see a series of grease smears on the ground where an army of them was on their way to go attack you guys before you killed the big plant. Was there perhaps uh, any kind of barrels or anything like that outside or like empty barrels even in here? There, there are barrels present inside this building. There wasn't anything outside. Are you looking for anything in particular? I'm looking for a big old empty barrel because I'm going to hop back up in the goblin shredder, use grabby hand and scoop up water from the river and help put out the fire. I want to drive this shredder some more. Oh, I see. Okay, so the grabby hand is pretty easy. Your natural 20 with your investigation check to learn how to drive this stupid thing. Um, it's easy enough to do that. Um, there are... Yeah, there, there, there are plenty of yeah. There's, there's barrels of there's barrels that are full of things. The first two barrels that you try with are full of stuff. The third one you find is empty, and now you're and you're walking down and you're gonna scoop up and you're on your way back. You get within five feet of the um, the flames and you turn and you splash and. The fire, sp- the the water spreads across all the fire that you are seeing on the building. Again, it's not like open flames. It's not like a recently set fire. These are smoldering ruins of what used to be a building. Um, the water splashes across. It steams off of the smoldering wood and the embers, and it steams off of the flowers that are planted in the beds. Mm. You mean it steams off the flowers that are still looking pristine? They look fine, yeah. Weird. Um, is the is like the the bulk of the fire out right now? With um, that one yeah, barrel, you, you can like walk back and forth a couple of times and make a few trips. And at that point, basically, it would be the, it would be the case that the building is basically put out. Yeah. What's up with these flowers? You know, Rezik, there were a whole bunch of other goblins out here, and they they sure were naked. Um, but they looked like your friends, or or your colleagues, anyway. That's uh, embarrassing. Okay, fine, continue. Well, um, do you? Well, they're they're not here anymore, so I don't know if I'm telling you good news or bad news, but. Maybe those were plant goblins? Yeah, and that was kind of my thought, too. Um, when I got back, I, I saw that. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm kind of... Um, um, what do you call it when you walk it back? Retrofitting. Okay. Backtracking. The thing I said. He wouldn't have been surprised by that. Um... Yeah, he goes, well, yeah, I mean, that's what I found when I came back, and then they were all, like, sort of working to pull the, the roof off the joint, and I was, what are you guys doing? And then, oh, relax, just stand in the sunlight or whatever, and then I walk in here and I get eaten by a plant. So, yeah, what I'm thinking is probably you're right. Um, I think this thing might have been, you know, making plant goblins. Uh, that seems like it would be sort of the next unexpected nonsense thing to happen in Zulgur, or in... Um, where are we? In Stranglethorn? Well, I sure hope none of your friends, you know, uh, are, 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 are missing. No, but, it seems uh, like everybody's here. Looks, looks like everybody came out of the 
out of the pods. They were all contained in the pods, and doppelgangers were spat out. Well, alright then. This looks really weird to me. These, uh, these, uh, these, these flowers. Oh, yeah, they were, they were one of Beeks' projects. They were kind of fun, actually. Who's we call- Beeks? Well, I mean, he looks around and he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he's acting like he's doing a head count and he goes, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I think maybe the plant might have been Beaks. I'm not sure. It's hard what? to tell. He was the guy, he was the botanist in the place, man. He was the guy who was like all about the flowers and the plants and stuff. I don't know. He might have got out, but I don't know. Uh, the, the, the. The those over there, he points to the fire flowers and he says, "Those were we called them flame bloom flame blooms. Um, they were um, they were one of our side projects that we were working on, and we thought they were kind of fun. Um, as it turns out, if you breed the right plants together, they create this sort of uh, flammable oil that's produced on the outside of the plant, kind of like how you know how like no one's allergic, no one has a problem with the plant of poison ivy. It's the oil on the outside that causes the allergic reaction." Same thing with this, except it sets up on fire. So we built a flower bed for it because we were like, why not? Let's try to cultivate these things. It could turn into something cool. And we had this device over here in the corner and he points down into the bottom corner, uh, the, the, the southern corner of the room uh, toward a machine that's like it's this big red thing with all these uh, um, pistons on it that move and it's got like this big tank on the side and mm-hmm. it has this container on the front where you could put stuff in there and he says that 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 thing's been a lot of fun i gotta tell you you take a couple of flame blooms and you run them through the machine and it's it it basically mills them down and creates this oil called flame bloom oil uh it's (laughs) it's a lot of fun actually it sets stuff on fire like like real easy like real easy <laughs> it's pretty cool well it looks like it set this whole building on fire it might here. have if they got overgrown and didn't get trimmed and came in contact with the side of the wood building which it occurs to me now that might not have been the best structural design uh for where we were putting our flower bed but yeah no uh it does a good job <laughs> we were doing all kinds of stuff with that thing until uh uh everybody got eight by this giant uh, plant thing. Any chance I could get uh, a couple vials of that stuff? That stuff looks fun. Oh yeah, go for it. There's a whole bu- there's a box of it over there. And he points and in the bottom corner of the room. Um, go ahead and just for grins, go ahead and roll me an investigation check. Thirteen. Okay, thirteen's fine. Um, you take a peek around and you see a bunch of stuff. There are all kinds of things here. There's, first of all, a full tank, a uh, big red container with a with a nozzle on the top of it um, that looks like it would be fuel for your shredder that you've been piling around for the last 10 minutes. Um, you find a couple of flasks of regular oil. Um, you find three full flasks of the flame bloom oil. You find two full-on bombs because these guys like you got the sense that he was like oh yeah no, we, we were blowing stuff up and I, like you know we cut wood during the day and we you know we'd be goblins during the downtime whatever um, and there are four barrels that are 
very, very heavily waxed. Like they are dripping with wax on the on the on the outside. Like they're it's too much wax on the outside. Um, each one is about two feet tall. They have a big stamp on the side that says Flame Bloom Blam. Blam. Flame Bloom Blam. Uh, and you find a blue paper that's like four feet by three feet with white lines and, and circles and designs and stuff on it. Looks like um, a design for you know, like a set of goggles, but like it's got a whole bunch of oversized gears on them, swappable lenses. It's got like a big thing on the front that, you know, with with like designs on it and measurements and things. You don't really have the expertise to fully understand what it is that this is designed to, well, what the design is intended to build, but it's clear that a lot of effort went into it. I'm going to, um, so he said I, I can help myself to the stuff over here. Yeah, he's really more busy. Don't bite me. You're a bad cat. He's really more busy, um, like trying to reel back from the fact that he got ate by a plant and all his friends are half unconscious and one of his buildings is on fire. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's all over there. Go help yourself. This, we make this stuff all the time. So it's not a big deal. Awesome. So I'm going to start pocketing some of these vials and bombs and things like that. Um, is the keg of the fire bloom boom um, taking, taken as is or is there like miniature vials of that stuff or is that's just, it's just there's the keg of the oil, that's what you would take? Well, I'll tell you this much. The actual um, the, 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 full, the full load is this. It's five flasks of oil, which is a normal item. It's in D&D &D Right. It's three flasks of flame bloom oil, two bombs, again, another regular standard D&D item, and four flame bloom blams, B-L-A-M. Each of these is on the heavy side, actually. The Even the vials? No, the, the barrels. Oh, the barrels. The yeah, barrels. it's a two-foot-tall barrel full of a sloshing liquid. Like, it takes some heft to pick it up. It weighs about, each barrel weighs like 40 pounds. This, uh, I'm just going to kind of poke at the barrels and butch. All right, these might come in handy for our later project. Um, let's just keep a mental note of these for right now. I don't think we can we can take them as is right now, but uh, might be able to ask them if we could use these for something. Um, and then towards Rezek, as like a, what are these plans over here? This, uh, these uh, blueprints, uh, or this, uh, this print on this blue paper? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was something that I was working on, but I never could quite get to work. Um, I don't know. I was basically gave up on that project. If you want them, you can have them, but I mean, there's nothing to it. It's basically the same kind of. Every once in a while, somebody comes along with a new design for, um, you know, for for some like mechanical uh, goggle device that has some sort of new cool power. But I mean, and I was hoping to be the next like big thing. But I mean, those are basically just the basic design that people iterate on. And I was never able to get anything to work from that. So, I mean, it's basically useless to me. If you want, it's basically toilet paper as far as I'm concerned. So if you want, you can have it. Uh, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, 
I hopped in that Goblin Shredder earlier. That thing was a blast. Haha. <laughs> uh, to drive. Oh. Um, these look pretty darn cool, too. Um, uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Do you have a whole bunch of, like, know-how in this field, or? I just, uh, just, just, uh, uh curiosity more than anything I, I i never really dug into this stuff before but uh i have definitely seen it out out in the field um but uh definitely something i'd like to you know start to try my hand at for sure all right well i mean these are probably outside of your wheelhouse then but if you can get someone to show you how they work go for it cool maybe you'll be the next big inventor <laughs> apparently it's not going to be me well, you got any just regular goggles that might be fun for us to use? I I mean, he looks around and he's like, I mean, I got like welding goggles and stuff. It's going to make it harder to see things unless there's like you're looking at welding. Yeah. Um, I've got, um, you know, and he starts peeling. He's just like starts digging through. There are tools here. There are um Basically, anything that you would see in a lumber mill and anything that you would see in an engineering shop, you are going to be able to find here. If there's anything in particular that you're looking for, um, you may be able to find it. Um, and as you're sort of glancing around looking, he says, so uh, for real, what are you doing here? Like you just wandered in off the street to kill giant plants because that's how you were feeling this morning? Well, actually, we were looking for you. And then the uh, montage of us uh, telling him why, what we were doing and why we were looking for Resic. I don't remember why we were looking for Resic. Okay. Um, are you intending to hold anything back? Uh, the, I think the reason we were we were looking for Resic was uh, information about uh, Zul Gurub, since it's, they're basically living at the footsteps at the doorfront of, of Zul Gurub. Um, obviously, he already knows about the blood rage going on um so that's up to you know for you guys if we want to we're going to divulge that much ari uh you're 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 a good spokesperson here what do you think um i mean i don't think we have any reason to okay here's how i'll put this out i want to kind of get a feel for resic so i'm going to i'll speak up and say what was the name of the goblin that Kiz. We met that Kiz? Kiz Blundstrike. Kiz. Okay. Well, we came up this way because of Kiz Blundstrike. He recommended coming up here and trying to get some more information about kind of what was happening in this general area. There's all this kind of anger with the animals and the plants. So we were just hoping you would have some more insight as to what was going on. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I've, I've been around in this area quite a bit. Uh, Kiz sent you up here? Yeah. He's got a we did some work for him. Pretty good head on his shoulders. All right. Well, I mean, if he sent you with good word, then I mean, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't be able to... I can tell you what I know. I don't know if I know everything, but I can tell you what I know for sure. We'd sure um, appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. What are you trying to find out specifically? First of all, I guess, like, what what happened? We aren't super familiar with, with Northern Stranglethorn Vale, but we do know this, and I'm just going to kind of gesture mm -hmm. everywhere, isn't quite normal. Well, no, that's all started. So I, when I was in town, people talked about it. They called it the day that the sky broke. 
which is yeah, uh-huh. that's what it looked uh-huh. like. You know, the sky was all weird and all that. But you kind of had to be nearby to see the effects of the actual impact. Um, not terribly far east of here, um, toward Stranglethorn. No, toward Zulgarub. Um, that's where it landed. It was this, like, red meteorite almost came crashing in from the sky, caused all this ruckus, dirt everywhere. Um, right after that is when all the trolls started to go all kind of crazy. Yeah, um, it sure did. Yeah, big time. Um, I would say that these days, probably, probably ninety percent or so plus or minus of the population of Zulgarub spends most of its day down at the arena. There's a couple that stay in the city, but not most, most of them go out like, and it's, they parade about it. Like every morning they come out of the, they come out of the city first thing in the morning, like before the sun's even up, they come marching mm-hmm. down. They go like southerly um, and they walk, they head on down and they make really good time. Um, and they're pretty, um, they're pretty quick about it. They're pretty, uh, um, they're not, it's not like they're trying to be quiet really, but because they're jungle trolls, they move through the jungle like real easy. They rush down, uh, to the arena. They spend their day there. And then at night they go back to the city and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's, it's almost the entire city that does this. Um, so I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're all about down there. I haven't been down there myself personally. But I can tell you that ever since that started happening is when, like, every day that gets uglier. And he points at the big swirling mass of red energies that hovers over Zulgarub all day. He goes, that didn't used to be <laughs> like that. That's new. Um, but and, and every day it gets a little thicker, a little redder, a little angrier looking. I used to do business in the city all the time. Like it was used to be normal in there, you know, like, okay, all right, right. So they had their problems or whatever. And the Horden Alliance came in and dealt them a a losing hand. All right, fine. But like ever since then, it's, it's people trying to do business, right? Like every once in a while they, they come out, they'll buy lumber. They'll buy, they'll buy things. I'll go in and and do pitches for them every once in a while. Like I've been in the city recently, uh, not, not so recent as before all this started, but I mean, it's up until then it was business as usual. They were buying lumber. They were buying wood for other, you know, smaller purposes other than construction. They were, you know, and it was normal. Like you could just go in and it would be like, oh yeah, no, I'm here to see the boss. And you go and talk to people and whatever. It's all normal. And then all it, of a sudden things change. My city, you're talking about Zulgarub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you be willing to go into the city again? <laughs> uh, that scares me. And he points again to the to the red swirly nonsense. And he's like, I, I don't want anything to do with that. No, and the fact that. that they're constantly like, they've completely changed. Let's be real. I'm three feet tall. They're three times that big. I don't want anything to do with them in a violent sort of sense. So, and I get the feeling that they're real excited about the violence. But before that, it was like, yeah, we need you to come in because we need a couple of, you know, pallets of lumber. We need like two by fours. We're building stuff. We have to do X, Y, and Z. That was all totally fine. You'd go in. I was talking with, um, there was a couple of people. It was, it was, um, Arna was the weaponsmith. He was always asking for like, oh yeah, no, I need poles for making, uh, staves. I need uh, handles for, um, you know, wrapping 
the 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 hilts on swords and I got to make axes and I got to make this I got to make that it was always oh he needed like the smaller orders and then we had this um there was this other gurubashi her name was Omi she was trying to rebuild the altar of Harik which is um kind of on the southern side where the bat shrines used to be um that all stuff got destroyed like years ago but she's been working on restoring that relatively cool person I was all right with her she was she was she was all right uh haven't seen her Super recently. Arna's been back and forth from the arena a bunch, though. Every once in a while, I see him coming out with a bunch of new weapons. With a bunch of new weapons? Yeah, he comes out. Like I said, I would sell him, like, the handles for, uh, like, you know, you've the sword. So the sword blade is the full blade is the is the metal. And then the metal also goes down into the handle. But also the handle is wrapped with cloth and wood and things. So I would sell him the wood for the, for the handles of those. I would sell him... Um, the handles for uh, like the, the the wood to make staves and pole arms and stuff. Right. I was selling them the handles for axes. I was selling them like all the anything that was like wood related for weapon building. I was selling to him, and then I was selling like the actual lumber to another person, pretty regularly. And then ever since like the day of the impact, we lost track of him for a couple of days. And then every once in a while, it's not every day, but it's it's not it's not rare either. He'll go down to the arena and he'll have like five or six weapons on him. He'll bring like a bow and an axe and a staff. And like sometimes it's, you know, um, all kinds of stuff he'll bring down there. As, as, as he's talking, I'm just, just sitting there just kind of rubbing the handle of the of the axe. <laughs> just just knowing what he's talking about and just having the urge to place my hand on this thing. Oh, but yeah, right. no, what are you trying to find out, though? I feel like I'm rambling. Well, well, okay, to be honest, and I think he's been honest with us, and all oh, that's fine. Did you, well, did you ever go into Zolgrub in a, you know, kind of a shortcut kind of way? Or do you know any, any ways to get inside of Zolgrub that aren't through the front doors? Uh, well, I will say that I over, I only ever had... Uh, legitimate business purposes for entering the city and for those of us with legitimate business purchases and he starts to talk loudly like he's not talking to you he says for any of us with legitimate business purposes we go through the front door but I I do know that there are um, a couple of ways that have that other less reputable sources have gone through the city uh, to go to got in if you know what I mean um not terribly far north from here is where the um the, there was an old human encampment called the Curzon's Compound. I'm pretty sure there's a cave entrance in through there. Last I heard, there was an explorer in that area who was I don't know studying the wildlife or some nonsense. I can't keep track of all these pink skins doing whatever it is they're weirdly doing. But I think uh, he was up there digging around. Um. Wouldn't be surprised if he found himself in a little bit of trouble because last I heard, that place had been overtaken by spiders. Uh, toward the south, you can get in, I think, through the cave network that's behind the uh, the, the the Mashag Ogre Mound. It's where the Mashag Ogres hang out. Um, those guys are idiots. I'm going to be straight out with you. Um, they are not smart people, and they can't pick a lie out of a field of lies. Like, it, it, they're... They're pretty brain dead. But 
if they, for some reason, have reason to think that you're up to no good, they will take your brain out of the side of your head with their fists and shove it somewhere. And you're not going to like that part. Um, so I would, I would, I would hang out uh, probably far away from them if you had malicious intent, or if you had a. Hey, man, maybe you just got a death wish and you want to. That's that's fine. Actually, no. You know what? I'm a lion. You guys are big bad. Uh, you just wrecked this 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 strange salad creature that just, that ate all of us. So maybe you can handle yourselves Some down there just fine. Some of us did. Once one or, eh, one or two. I had the help with a little bit of a goblin shredder there. But anyway, long story short, if you can get past the ogres, there's a cave network that presumably gets into the southern end of uh, Zulgarub. If you're trying to get in on the northern end, it would probably be the spider cave. Uh, Out of curiosity, um, would you be willing to part with those four flame bloom blams um, if the purpose of those were to be used to say stop the red swirl from getting bigger and possibly even stop it entirely. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. What what do you suppose a blam is? 17. He says... I'm expecting that they're napalm bombs. He says, I mean, hey, listen, it's not like we have a shortage of flame blooms, so we can make more oil. Whatever. It's not a huge deal to me. Obviously, I'd take a little bit, you know, in compensation along the way. But if you're looking to take them, you can take them. Um, what I will say this is uh, they're not exactly wieldy, you know? Like, it, you'd have to have some way of... You're not going to take four two-foot-tall, 40-pound barrels shove them in your pockets and hike out of here. Like, I don't think that's happening. But, in general, yeah, I'm open to the idea. If you got some way of moving them, then move them. I don't know. I kind of had this idea of pilfering a cart from you guys, if possible, or we strap one of these to each of our backs and we walk them into Zulgrub. That was... <laughs> a little tie them on your back. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, for now, I we have some. Funny too. I wish I wish we had a portable hole or a bag of holding. That would be nice. <laughs> well, maybe if you uh, explore areas where your dungeon master has placed those items, I haven't put anything <laughs> like that in the game for you so far. But we can figure it out. Could we? I don't want to say IOU, but could we later come back and maybe procure a few of these barrels? It sounds like we have to figure out what the best way for us to get into Zolgarub is before we plan of attack what we want to do. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, we're not on a shortage of the way to make them. So if you want to swing back at a later date and pick some up, no no skin off of my nose. We're good. There is one of us who could probably carry one of these on their back, but um, then I, I, I giggle thinking about yeah, I think you could handle Falcus it. doing that. Um, and I, uh, I'm like, now I can, I've definitely car- carried ba- barrels as big as this or bigger <laughs> and I, I could do it. Um, and I understand they're quite flammable and that's probably why they're covered in wax. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Safety first around here, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, we could probably take one of them, uh, Falcus. Do you really want to 
get a, uh, you would really want to carry a cart? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking that um, a couple of these strategically placed within Zulgura might uh, create either a distraction or a um, destructive um, effect that we might be looking for in order to take care of uh, this blood rage. It's like every World of Warcraft quest where it's like you 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 put a bomb in a strategic location, but you gotta do four of them and get get around the trolls. <laughs> there you go. What is this? Are we three are we are we freeing thrall? <laughs> get me a weapon, champion. Uh ye, I mean I don't mind paying for these these barrels. I don't know if we have enough money, but like I I don't mind paying for them. But we we do have a logistics problem, but I mean it, it's it's like what's the one thing you need to kill these trolls with, and, and like here's a bunch of fire stuff. So like we have been presented nudge nudge <laughs> wink wink. Are you guys oh, having yeah. this conversation out loud in front of the goblin? No, I am I, not in character right now, and you can tell because just I'm curious. speaking normally. Yep, just curious. I would say right now, Falcus has the vials. So we have a little bit of the oil to play with if we need to. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. You can go ahead on your character sheet and add, uh, let's see. I just lost track of the treasure page. All the rest of it is easy enough to carry for you guys. It's five flasks of oil, three flasks of flame bloom oil, and two bombs. Those are easy enough to carry. uh, It's because I was the one doing the the, uh, investigation. I already added all those to my inventory. Okay. Except for the fame yes okay i think because you, right- you said oh sorry i was gonna say the 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 oil i added like you said the bombs i added right away uh the other item i yeah, manually flame. added no flame bloom oil is a real is an item that you should be okay. able to find okay i think we have a little bit of this oil so like out of game we can come back for these casks when we have a plan for what we want to do but knowing that they're here right now we can incorporate them in a plan. I don't think we need to carry any of them right now. It's my opinion. So as you guys are are trying to figure out exactly what to do, he's like, yeah, basically the way that we found that they're the most effective is the oil you can put on weapons and it does, like, it adds a little bit of extra heat to your attacks, which is really useful sometimes. The barrels, basically... You can put them in a place and then, like, do enough damage to them that they leak everywhere and then the the oil inside deals damage. Or you can just, like, I don't know. We were having a whole, we were, <laughs> we were having a hell of a time about a week ago dropping them off the side of the building because when they hit the ground, they burst. And <laughs> that's a good time, too. So, um, it's about, I don't know. However, you, whatever you're thinking. I do have another question for you. Resig, not related to the the fun fire we've been talking about. Um, we did encounter a troll up in um, Zulkanda area, the the little ruins up oh, over yeah. there. Yeah, okay. For some reason, he seemed to not be the biggest fan of of running water. Would you know anything about this river here, or anything that might help us understand? I mean, the river's fine. The river's running. Clean. It's just an ordinary, plain old yeah, nothing. It's, it's just it's it's fresh water. Actually, we drink from it all the time, and it runs the mill because of the water wheel. 
No, there's nothing abnormal about the river. I'd say if this cat had a problem with uh, running water, it's because that... I don't know if there's something about him. What was he like? Um, Fangs had, uh, you, you know, little little bat wings drawn on his on his back um uh, okay, little blood yeah. trickling out of his mouth i think i'm following what you're saying here i think he might have been one of the batmans <laughs> i don't know that sounds like it's that sounds like it might be something unique about that kind of creature to me personally it's a good question though ari i, I do appreciate that uh, i it, it looks to me like, y'all got everything we got. We just can't carry it all, and we don't have a plan yet. Um, well, Rezik? Well, all right. What are you looking to do? Maybe we can work out the plan. Yeah, I'll, I'll start to... Um, so, we've deduced so far uh, that the trolls are holding their um, blood sacrifices in the arena again um or rather they're luring people in there for fighting and using the blood that is uh, a consequence of that type of fighting to fuel i'll i'll dramatically raise my hand in the direction of zulgorub and the swirls and to fuel that which is why it's getting bigger and you have noticed the uh, blood rage that has been going on between the creatures of the forest and things of that nature. It's we're pretty sure at this point it's all tied to dramatic sweep again to that. Um, so our kind of goal at this point is to somehow get into Zulgurub and um, disrupt dramatic gesture that. <laughs> Well, all right. Um, I'll tell you this. If the majority of the trolls are not in the city during the daytime, then I suggest if you're going to be wandering around in the city trying to be sort of uh, less than conspicuous, that you do it during the daytime. Uh, They do come back at night. And, I mean, it's not a large city. So the entire like when you pack the arena full of trolls and they all go home for the night it becomes a busy city so if you're trying to stay under the radar uh figure out a way to do it where the the, most of them ain't going to be there now i will say this like i said most of them head down to the arena not all not all yeah as far as i can tell there's a couple of individuals that i know personally that i have not seen going back and forth uh for example uh omi the uh, the contractor who I was working with to that was trying to rebuild the altar of Harik, the bat you know about their bat god the bat uh, Loa guy, his his whole thing was like trees fell on it and all this other kind of nonsense all the way back before the cataclysm even, they've only just gotten to rebuilding it. Um, I haven't seen her. She's been, I guess, in the city or maybe killed. I don't know. Um, the other guy who I specifically know personally from doing business with is that guy the weaponsmith uh, Arna uh, he his lab is on the northern side um, that was always where we would deliver in like his merchandise um, but I he he looks kind of suspect these days and he's been traveling back and forth and he's been making new arms and taking them down to the arena so I don't know what that's about but wherever he's been whatever he's been doing with them he's probably been making all that stuff in the northern section of Zulgarub um, in the northwestern section. 
So if that's a point of interest for you, then fine. If not, avoid it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, we we have firsthand knowledge of what's going on in that arena. And, oh, yeah? Uh, I haven't been down there. I wouldn't recommend heading that direction if I'm Well, if I'm going to take that not recommendation. So uh, they are giving out crazy weapons that, uh, well, I suppose just make people crazy. And then I poke Falkus's weapon and... <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely slap it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I think I think all of us are in agreement that what's going on is not good, not natural, and uh, it needs to stop. W- what do you reckon, um, Resic? Well, it's been <laughs> it's been awful for business. If you catch my drift. So, uh, I yeah, I mean, going back to the way things were is going to be profitable in a lot of ways. So, yeah, whatever uh, direction you think that that takes, if it if it gets to the end goal, then I'm cool with it. Um, but what like what the, where are you? What What's the what's the idea next? Are you going into the city? Are you going to try to find a roundabout way? Are you going to try to find? I don't know, man. Like, is your next step to figure out um, transport for uh for the big barrels of flame bloom? Like what what do you <laughs> Do you have access to a Zeppelin? I don't. Gromgall might. That could be something else if we do some reconnaissance right now. We can, if we go hijack a Zeppelin from Gromgall and just fly yeah. it over the walls of of uh, Zulgurub and drop these barrels from the sky. That sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. In general, you're probably not wrong. Um, it's going to be hard from a distance to know where to, to what. Like we don't, we only have a couple of them. We can make more, but like the plants only produce so much oil at a time. So you gotta have to be surgical about that. So do you? Yeah. No, no, no. We're but in general, do. not a bad idea. Cool idea. I think we need to figure out. It sounds like no matter which cave we go, north or south, we're going to have some clearing out or convincing to do. We do have some contacts in Gromgall. I don't know if we can persuade them to work with us or not. Falkus, your buddy seems very keen on helping you. Yeah, uh, doesn't doesn't seem too keen in the first place. Um, if we could manage to get a Zeppelin, that'd be that'd be pretty nice, and um, I'm sure. When he's talking about being surgical, I wonder if they have any sharpshooters or other people who are skilled in dropping stuff from zeppelins to be a little bit more precise so that we could potentially, you know. What, what I meant was really more that we got four barrels and we got a city. So, like, right. you're going to drop them all in the entrance? Is that going to help you? Gotcha. It, what are you doing? Well, if we go into the city and figure out exactly where where and what our target is, then we'll know where and yeah, what our target kind of my- is to yeah, so maybe maybe our current approach right now is just reconnaissance and then we head back to Gromgol and formulate a plan. I agree. We we shouldn't be um yeah, yeah, we can check out what we we can go in during the day, see see what's going on, because I wouldn't want to be dropping these things willy nilly. Also, nope. coming in on a zeppelin isn't exactly, you know, exactly stealthy. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna 
they're they're going to see us coming. Well, if we organize with, uh, where is his name? Uh, Agragash, Agragash. If we coordinate with him and his troops, that perhaps we could have ground troops and sky support. That we could do that, but he's still convinced it's all happening at the uh, arena. So we again, do have more reconnaissance for now. We do. Ari, what was that? I mean, we we don't know that it's not happening at the arena. He said a meteor fell. And I mean, I've never seen a meteor up close, but how do we not know that that staff isn't part of the meteor? By destroying the city, we may still not destroy the problem. We did get at least the information that we need to pull him away from his um, his supporters. So Something like that, That yeah. was why we talk about like having a distraction at the city. We get him away from you know, the bulk of his people at, at the city or at the arena. I don't know. A lot of different thoughts and, and, and options here. I agree with Butch though. Let's, let's maybe leave the barrels here, go south or north. If you guys want spiders or if you want to, what were they? Big old, ogres. can't tell a lie things. Ogres, ogres. not works. Ogres. But I mean, we could take them both out if you want. Rezik's, um, Rezik told us to take care of the person that we might find um, if we're in the Northwest, which is what it would be. And the Northwest has the weapons vendor who we don't really think we can trust. And the South has the bat person who we can trust. Maybe we go South? I and think that's, a, that's a good good deduction there on that for sure south it is to ogres maybe we can talk our way and pass them or we'll see um on a side note uh you did offer what access to some tools and things like that here um having not touched engineering at all before uh do you mind if i take a set of uh tinkerer's tools uh, well, let me do we have an extra set? He goes to digging around and he's, oh yeah, no, we got this old set. We replaced this a little while ago. We just never had a chance to get rid of it. Yeah, we got an old set of tools for you. No problem. Here you go. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Re- Rezik, I hate to leave you with a mess to clean up because it uh, looks like y'all need to, uh, you know, reassess, what's, you know, what, what, or just assess what's going on and everything, but... I believe we'll be coming back for these barrels, and I would appreciate if you wouldn't sell them to anyone else. Perhaps we should... Well, first of all, if we're we're gonna be taking these barrels off you later on, you know, what what do you suppose you'd be charging for them? Well, I mean, you guys kind of have the... You guys are kind of doing what needs to be done to get business back in line if you know what I'm saying so I was basically I was a little bit strong on Armenia earlier when I probably shouldn't have been so let's go ahead and just say that it's part of the job uh, that you'll use them for these purposes and if that's the case then we can just say that it's paid for Uh, if you're going to take them and just go gallivanting then we can start talking prices but uh, beyond that if we're going to be using them for you know getting our operation back in line then we're, uh, we're, we're we're good I'm going to, when he says that, I'm going to go up to, like, shake his hand. And I still have, like, 40 gold worth of gems. So I'm going to give him, like, five gold worth of gems and, like, kind of rub his head a little bit. And just say thank you. All right. The payment is appreciated. 
the rubbing on the head's a little condescending, but I'll let it go because you saved me from a giant plant monster. So, I'm just getting that goop off. Okay, appreciate that. You're you're doing great. Thank you. All right, so we we don't plan on gallivanting. We are gonna our our plan our need is to take care of the situation because my friend Falk is is, is just he, he he can't be stopped. And I touches um, hatchet again. Well, all right. If that's the case, then I mean, if you got a problem, you said you got that down at the arena. Ah, uh, yes. Well, that kind of implies it came from Arna. So if it came from Arna, it might make a good idea. It might be a good idea to uh, poke around a little bit around his way. You know, see if you can't find some sort of solution to that problem. Maybe we should enter one entrance and exit another so we can clear both out and have access. All right. To all right. Both uh, that's not a bad idea. I, well, the north one had um, that uh, researcher up there, too, that maybe we can find find that person. That person might have some more information as well, too. I'm sorry. Is Arna in the north part or the south part? Arna is the weaponsmith. He's up in the north. He's the guy who made, presumably, the uh, weapons that are being distributed over at the arena. And we don't know if we can trust No, Arna I think it's pretty clear whether or not you can trust him. He's been we creating trust weapons for bringing down the thing. Uh, the other contact I have in the city is uh, uh, a lady troll named Omi. She's been trying to rebuild some of the city. Um, as far as I can tell, she's a straight shooter, but... She, she operates a little bit more to the southern side where the Oga's... Uh, the entrance would be near the... Uh, you would use the Oga entrance to get near her. Well, so, so I we guess got it depends on your priorities. Are we going to go north through the spiders and then hit this uh, weapons person and, you know, fi- figure stuff out? Or are we going to go south through the Ogres and talk to uh, Omi and maybe get a get someone else who could tell us about Arma and what's going on with Zolgarub. I think we might have to do both. I would say it's worth it to start by getting some information. So my vote's Omi because she might have more information on Arna. See where that leads us and then maybe head up north to exit north and make a stop along the way to Arna. You know what? I agree and I can't believe I'm saying this. So and then we we'd come back around, um, maybe yeah. get a bite to eat over back over here, Rezik, and may, maybe you, you cleaned up by then, and then head back to uh, to to the base camp and get us an army. Do you guys have an army? If you guys have maybe. an army, what are you doing all this for? Well, we got to convince them. Oh, all right. They I mean, don't you. believe in the same things that we're thinking is going on right now. They are very... It's a, it's a bunch of orcs. All they want to do is... Say no more. I got you yeah. covered. I, I know what you're talking about. All right. Well, shall we head south? I think we're heading... I think we're heading to, to uh, talk to some ogres then. And, and Rezik, um, I, I hope none of your friends were lost, and I hope you get you know, back to business real quick. Yeah. I mean, you take a look around and the, a bunch of the ones that were unconscious are starting to come up. They all look a little confused. They all look a little dazed, but everybody seems like, you know, they got a good complexion for green people. They got like, they seem to have their wear 
their, their stuff together. So yeah, it seems like everybody's going to be probably okay. Cool. Okay. So, uh, it's, it's still, uh, it's barely lunchtime. And yep. so let's, uh, let's head that direction. The lumber mill is mostly restored to normal now that the body taker plant and its pod goblins have been dealt with. As it turned out, Rezik was happily willing to share anything he could with our heroes, including details for sneaking into Zulkarub, some tools and equipment, some information he knew about the trolls, and even a loan on the shredder. We'll catch up with the party for more reconnaissance the next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.